0: Now, I'm joined this week by Jess Watkins. And one reason I love Jess is because she supports Chelsea like me. Um, Chelsea, best team in the Premier League, just saying, best team in the world, Champions League winners, just saying. Jess uh, comes on the show to talk about her love of football. Now, Jess has been playing football since a very young age. And she talks about how her passion and love for football led it into creating football-related content on TikTok. We took all football uh, in this episode and you just can't get enough of football. And for those who think that it's getting boring, you know, listening to consistent football, just don't listen. Um, but if you want to learn more about football, then Jess is the lady to go and watch. If you've got an opinion, uh, email the team at at yahoo.com. Give us a follow as well at trackbackpod. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And tell us as well uh, who your favorite Premier League team is and where you think they'll finish in the new season. And who's going where? Have you got any transfer theories? Let us know. Here's Jess.
1: It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, How are you doing today? Um, Yeah, I'm fine. Glad it's finally sunny. What about you?
0: I mean, it's it's not really that uh, typical for England, is it? The uh, sunny weather, but it's great. Finally, we do get some nice weather, even though the lockdown is ending in uh, a few days' time. So it's just come at the right time, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: You know, all the other interviews I've done every day, it's been raining. So it's lucky we've had a sunny day. And Jess Watkins is joining me uh, to talk about her TikTok Um success um so Jess what made you start to um be enthralled with TikTok what attracted you to the apps what quality did TikTok have that made you think wow I I like this app this app is the one for me it's it's different to the rest of the apps I've used before
1: um well at first all my friends had TikTok before me um and I was around at one of their houses and they were just laughing at their phones and I was like what are you laughing at and they said about this app and at first I thought Mm, it's not really my thing but then after a few months I downloaded it and because we were in lockdown I started making videos and I've always been interested in kind of making videos like just doing it with my family just for fun so I just thought why not and then originally it wasn't anything to do with football it was just the normal trends that everyone was doing Um, and then after a while I started making football videos and that's where it took off.
0: So tell me first about your love for creating videos when did that start and how
1: did you get into that? Um, It was way back in the day when the first Apple iPod Touch came out um, and oh, that was man. like <laughs> yeah that was when I think like you didn't really have to have a camera anymore you could actually use like an actual device that's handheld mainly. Um, So then I was, yeah so me and my family we used to my cousins dress up in my grandma's old clothes and like do weird little like I don't know acting things and so and I always I normally like being behind the camera doing kind of more the choreography parts of it um and that's when it started and then I did sport journalism at uni and I was really interested in the broadcasting side so that's when it got more kind of serious ish
0: like yourself I'm a huge fan of football uh, you're the first football content creator that I've had on the show the first of many hopefully um yeah. we all love football um I still can't think about Sunday but we won't talk about that yet um mm-hmm. So when did you love a football start? I mean, football, if you look at it, it's one of the biggest sports in the world, if not the biggest, you know, in your viewpoint and my viewpoint. So when did you love a football start?
1: When I was seven years old, I started playing football, so at a really young age. Um, I just did kickabouts in the garden with my dad and my brother. Um, And then I went and played for a boys team, a local boys team. And then I went and played in Chelsea Academy for a bit and it just kind of carried on from there.
0: You played for Chelsea Academy?
1: Yeah, when I was younger.
0: Wow. They are my favourite team. That's where I'm from originally. Oh,
1: really? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, So how, how did you find that? I mean, was it the perfect sort of opportunity for yourself to really enhance your football skills? I mean, what did you take from that experience? And did you want to go somewhere with football? Was it the kind of, you know, you had this love for, you know, you know, broadcasting and and creating videos, but at the same time, you had love for football. Was it the case of, I want to do this or I want to do that?
1: Yeah, it was really difficult because when I was so when I got into the academy, I think I was 12 years old. So it was really young. And at at that point, you don't really realise what you have. Like I was in this like really awesome environment and I didn't really realise how lucky I was, I think. Um, And I also was really, really into tennis. Like that was my second sport. So I was literally every day I was either playing tennis or football. Um, And yeah, it was difficult to pick which one I wanted to do um and after a while i don't know why but i just kind of fell out a bit of love with football um and i just left the academy but i still played um i still played football for a local team i just didn't play in the academy And then when I got to university, that's when I had to really pick between two sports because only you can only play matches on the same day. Like every sport was on the same day on Wednesdays. So I picked football just because it was like a team sport and tennis is really like solo-ish. Yeah. So um, and then after that, I just got really into it again. And I was like, I really want to try and. Yeah, because I never I've never really wanted to be pro or to try and get to the pro level. But then since leaving university and, and I started my TikTok and lockdown happened, I was out every single day, like training really hard. I bought a one to one coach. Like I've been doing that for months. And yeah, now I really, really want to try and make it too professional,
0: which I really hope you do. Um, You know, looking back when you said you first fell out of love for football, did you keep watching the games and did that, you know, still keep inside your love and passion for the game, um, you know, knowing that you know can still watch the game, still, you know, be in love with um, the beautiful sport that we love, which is football.
1: Yeah, well, I'm a massive Chelsea fan. So, Oh, um... my
0: God. <laughs> hey, am I the only one that thinks we're going to sign Erling Haaland this season?
1: Well, I hope so. Otherwise, yeah, I think we've got a really good chance of winning the league if we do.
0: I think I think we will. I mean, it's amazing what Thomas has done since he's come in, isn't it? It's it's yeah. unbelievable.
1: I mean, we may have lost the Euros, but at least we won the Champions League.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so so yeah, um watching football. Um, did that, you know, keep inside knowing, yeah, I've still got that passion, I've still got that love lingering there, I can watch the boys or the girls. You know, inside, how did, you know, that kept that passion going, right?
1: Yeah, of course. I've always, I've always had a passion for football. I've just never had that drive that you have to be to be a professional athlete, and that comes, I think, with any sport. You have to have the mentality that you're going to have to go out every day and work for it. And as a kid, I think a lot of kids, unless you're stuck in the academy, like say Mason Mount or whatever, they've been in there since they were literally like walk, and they have to go through that. With girls' football, it's not the same. Like, it's not like you can be in there and do your school in there and you're pushed like in that way it's more kind of like they have to have that academy for girls because you know it It back in a few years ago it was only the start and I don't think they were pushing us as much as they might do now nowadays with girls so I didn't take it seriously
0: but um, it's, it's incredible now to see the success of the women's football um especially the Chelsea team they're, I mean they're one of the best um teams in in Europe um for the women it's, it's incredible to see what they're doing with the women it,
1: it's it's growing so so much and um like now that we're we're going to have it on Sky Sports and stuff like that, it's all going up and it's all doing well. But there is there is some still there is some still things that because I because I'm so much in the industry, I can see all these little things that crop up and stuff. So I still understand that we've got quite a long way to go. But yeah, it's getting there.
0: You know, it's funny because even though I'm in the media myself, I'm into you know the sort of broadcasting presenting sort of side. My idol was actually Super Frankie Lampard growing up. <laughs> he was my idol. I used to go and watch him at Bridge every you know, Saturday, three o'clock. I remember, I remember 3-0 victory we had against Man United. Uh, Yeah, it was a 3-0 victory that sealed the title back in 2005, six season, Um, our second title under Jose Mourinho. And I was just like, even though I want to go into this media, yes, you know, I had that lingering feeling. I wish I could be like him. Mm. Isn't it great to have those kind of role models, um, you know, for kids knowing that they are, people have lots of different viewpoints of what footballers are. Some people say they shouldn't earn the money for what they do. But I completely disagree with that. I think they are perfect role models. And um, I think the England team proved that in the Euros. What's your viewpoint on that, Jess, as well? Not just for the men, but for the women, these perfect role models for young boys and girls.
1: Yeah, I think it's really important to have a role model. And... I don't think I really had especially a women's footballer role model growing up because it just wasn't as popular then. But someone, for example, like Alex Scott, she's been doing incredibly well. And recently she's been pitted, I think, to be um, being paid or the most wanted um, sports journalist over Gary Lineker. Yeah, uh, which is pretty insane. Like that is that is really cool, and that's just a massive step as well for women's football and women's football, like women in the sports industry as well. Yeah. So if I had someone like her growing up, I think. Well, I still look up to her now, but um, yeah, that's a great role model for young girls.
0: You never know. We could be the next football presenting duo on Football Focus. You never know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> never know. Um,
0: when you started your TikTok, um, tell me about the first skit that you created. What was going through your mind when you were actually creating that uh, skit? Um, And how did you want it to be perceived by the audience and also yourself? What did you want the audience to learn about you?
1: Um, Well, yeah, I didn't create TikTok at the start to gain followers or to do anything like think about my videos in that sense. So my first video that like it went viral was just of me it was a clip of me playing football because lockdown had just ended so we did a pre-season like a pre-season friendly or whatever it was and um yeah my mum just filmed from the sidelines and the camera quality is so bad the pitch is so bad I don't even know how it got that many views but I was running down the wing and I did a one-two and crossed it in and then we scored um it got like 300,000 views and that's when it took off and I thought. Oh, I could actually do quite a lot of football videos, talk about football, you know, do the skits that I do, um, do training videos. So, yeah, that's how it started.
0: It's amazing, you know, football content creators, because there's so many things you can do, um, you know, for skits wise. You can do kippy-uppies, you can do, you know, so many different skills. you think that's the benefit that football content creators have over comedy content creators or the teaching skits? you think it's a clear advantage that there's more to do?
1: um yeah I'd say so but I'd say, I'd say, I'd say I say I've got a lot of friends who um are obviously football content creators so I've learned like a lot about kind of different ways and what works and what doesn't and you can make comedy skits with football um and the Wagey Boys they do it so so well they're probably the best in the whole industry at it like it's their stuff is hilarious and it's so good because it's like It's like, it's it's obviously to do with football, but it's so like realistic the way they're doing it. It's just really funny. And then also you've got people that are the freestylists like Ben, um, Leah Lewis, those types of people. Um, And they're incredible at doing like the skills and everything, but they don't necessarily do the skits. Um, And then you get people that talk about football, like Big Matt Jack, official HRH. They're more like talking about the news, about what's happening, like very kind of my more like newsy sports journalismy so you can do you can literally do it in so many different ways and I feel like with my account um maybe this might be a reason why I haven't grown as much as some of the others but it's because I like to do a bit of everything like I just want to do like what I'm feeling on the day if I've got a good idea about it I'll just do it and it doesn't matter kind of
0: that's what I like yeah. yeah it's good to have a range of different things to do because You know, it it gets people excited to see what are we going to see today? You know, you know, she, she wants to do everything today. She might do Kippy Uppies tomorrow. She might do Crossbar Challenge. It's the world of the unexpected. And I think that's, you know, the benefit of that.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Tell me about what you feel is your most successful skit you've done on TikTok today. And why would you say that you're proud of the success and the reception you had off it?
1: hmm I'm gonna quickly change that answer a little bit but I'd say my most successful thing is um I basically about two months maybe three months ago I put a video up saying that I'd really like to have a match between some creators um this was when I had like I don't know 30k and I wasn't expecting to have like maybe 40k I wasn't expecting to have that many people come back to me and literally so many people commented on my video and wanted to get involved like we had Cal the Dragon yeah then uh Street Panner like Aaron the England beach football captain Forms like Coach Kane loads loads of people um uh involved in it like it was, it was insane. And eventually this boy called Luke, he's Luke sold Collectibles on TikTok. Uh, he, we got together and we arranged a match. Um, so we called it under Content Ballers and yeah, TikTok got directly involved. Uh, So we were on like web calls with TikTok, organizing this whole thing. We organized the stadium, we organized kits for everyone. Like it was, it just, it just went like really big. Um, And then we did the TikTok event and we obviously filmed loads of videos from it. Got 300,000 people watching on the TikTok live. Um, And yeah, it's, it's my most proud thing I've done over TikTok because I've like not only just, had this thing that I could do like playing a TikTok match with all these amazing creators, but I actually made so many friends from it. Um, And now I feel like we're actually a community instead of just people that talk on social media.
0: And do you think that's the benefit of TikTok compared to Facebook and Snapchat? The fact that it can establish friendships a lot more easier than other social media platforms have done in the past.
1: Yeah. And I tell you what TikTok does. That's absolutely amazing that I don't think any other social media platform does Is they arrange events, for us so literally last weekend they arranged a, a tiktok creator event for like footballers and people in the football industry and it was in london and we all went along and obviously some of us had already met from content ballers but i hadn't met some of the others so we just all got together and we we're just kicking balls in this like cage thing and like cow the dragon was in goal and we were doing content to do with that and then we all went out for drinks after and that was really amazing. And another thing they did is sent us all a pat, like a box. And um, they just said, "Oh, give us your address, and we'll send you something nice for the Euros." But it was a really cool gift. It was um, actually I've got it here. It was a uh, microphone <laughs> thing <laughs> and like a headset great. for commenting. And then also a poster, a football, and a speaker and a t-shirt. So I don't, I don't think many social media platforms like you know take the time and effort to care like as much I'm not sure about their creators whereas TikTok really really want to know what our thoughts are and how we can make the app better which I love
0: well if you're looking for a commentator the next Clive Tilsney is right here
1: oh yeah well
0: my podcast exclusively interviews TikTok stars so um you're only looking at the one and only Cal Mac here and I'm calling out Cal the dragon not only to appear on my podcast please do I've tried to get in contact with you but I also want to do a Cal versus Cal penalty shootout to prove I am the most dominant Cal, Cal Mac (laughs) right here but um, Jess it's, it's great because I think I agree with you when you said about how TikTok does promotion better than any other social media. I don't see personally Facebook going out doing a lot of promotion work compared to TikTok. Um, and I and I feel that's why TikTok in the past two years has taken over in these social media sort of ranks and why more people are leaving other social media apps to go to TikTok. Have you noticed that from
1: yeah. friends
0: or family of, of, of yourself?
1: Mm -hmm. yeah definitely and also I think a lot of people have like since the Euros happened obviously TikTok was the um number one sponsor for the Euros so uh I know my dad for example he knows I do TikTok and everything but he doesn't know he doesn't really realize how big it is and then when he saw that TikTok was around all the banners literally on every football game in the Euros he was like wow Jess you're on TikTok that's amazing I was like no see it's it's gonna be big
0: and how supportive have friends and family been with your TikTok journey so far, Jess?
1: Uh, yeah, my friends and family have been very supportive. My mum's got that app, my dad's got the app, and they like look at my videos and stuff and help me with ideas. Um, and as I said, all the creators that I've met through through it we all help each other with literally everything like if we're unsure about a video we'll post it in our group chat and be like what do you guys think about this should I edit it this way Da-da.
0: and what else is in the pipeline for you Jess what what is coming up for you what else do you want to achieve on TikTok as well as your own future career ambitions
1: uh so my next aim on TikTok is to get to 100k that's what I really want to do at the moment um also I've recently in the last three weeks quit my nine to five job um and I'm doing content ballers full-time so I need to get that like going um and yeah hopefully that will be a success um and that's pretty much what I'm working on at the moment and also football I've just signed with a new team actually which I've moved up three tiers so I'm now one below the championship so I want to obviously get as well as I can with that
0: yeah, and good luck to that. Now, i got some quick five questions for you, Jess. I hope you're prepared. Who is your favourite Chelsea player?
1: Nice amount.
0: All the way. Who's your favourite England player?
1: Oh, it's between Grealish and Foden.
0: I have to go with uh, Calvin Phillips on that one myself. And finally, if there's any content creator out there, apart from yourself, who you love, and love to watch, who would it be? And why do you like their content? And do they inspire you uh, in more ways than one?
1: Oh, I've got so many, but I'm glad to say Luke Self Collectibles. He's my partner in content ballers. He inspires me through his videos, but also he's the most amazing, kindest person ever as well. And uh, I just, his videos are just like, he does the card opening packs. Um, and it's just really engaging with the audience. He's got like a young audience and it's just nice to see.
0: Brilliant. So, Jess, um, for the viewers that are going to listen to this episode, where can they find your social media tags? Tell them a bit more about Content Ballers, where to find them and um, your TikTok name.
1: So my TikTok name is underscore Jess Watkins. That's the same on Instagram as well. And YouTube, it's just Jess Watkins and content ballers is content underscore ballers on tiktok and instagram um on content ballers you can see all of the creators we have on there um ranging from comedy football creators freestylers beach footballers semi-pro footballers like it just the list goes on so yeah check them out and
0: guys, if you want to check this interview out with Jess, all you have to do is go on Spotify
1: and Apple Podcasts
0: and check it out. Give us a reveal, Tell us what you thought. Check this interview out. Hopefully we'll get Cal the Dragon on soon for that penalty shootout because I want to see that happening. But Jess, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks, doll.
1: Thank you.
0: All right, Thank you.